Um, but no one goes to the um, ceremony. Everyone goes to the party. No one gives a shit about the ceremony. Oh my god! Exactly. Literally, right. nobody cares. It's all about the food and the party. And it's like, you know, my mom because my mom and dad spend quite a lot of time in India. And then my mom's telling me that her electrician got really like upset because my mom wasn't going to come to his sister's wedding. My mom's like, "Excuse me, I don't want to get COVID, please." Like, as spinning a woman, you are here. you are spinning, and then you can just add, 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 add to that to your sort of. Your, your workload and, and, and what you're spinning, literally, that's what it feels like, that at some point you are going to drop the ball, drop the plate. Or... Welcome to the Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect, your weekly dose of girl chat, the place where we explore womanhood and discuss what is hot and happening in the news and entertainment world and how it affects us as women. I'm Rena. Do you want to intro yourselves today, girls? Do you want to intro uh, yourselves, girls? <laughs> <laughs> Rena, like, you, you sprung that on us. Hi, I'm, yeah. Rumi. I'm Rumi. I was, oh, I'm Kirit. <laughs> <laughs> and toge- together... That's too bad, busy checking my under eyes. Together, you wouldn't know it, but we are the Power <laughs> Panel, TPP. <laughs> so this hour is the Power Hour, and we're going to be getting a few things off our chest and giving you our take on what has been going on. So we do usually do this at the end of the month, and technically we are recording this on the last day of August, even though this episode is going to go out the day after, so um, the first. But yes, end of August, summer is officially over. I'm wearing a jumper, which has uh, got holes in, and I'm cold, so I need to, I don't know, put 15 layers on. But listen, the first thing that we are going to be talking about is Shadi via weddings, particularly Desi weddings. So after a year of being locked down, Indian weddings are back with a bang. And it seems like after the post-lockdown, well, the after lockdown, these post-lockdown weddings, they just hit different because it's like those unworn lengars and saris have been taken out the cupboard, they've been dusted off. Those makeup skills that you might have learned in lockdown are paying off now. Those rusty hips and shoulders are relearning how to pangra. Yes. They are back with a bang and it seems like they're now on steroids. Yes. Mm-hmm. So listen, I just feel like the opulence is bigger than before. It's all very showy, very blingy. Is it all a waste of money though? You know, for the guests, which is if you're a guest, it's quite expensive to go to these things, right? And the couple themselves. Are you a believer in bigger is better when it comes to weddings? Or do you think, stop showing off, mate. Stop showing off. It's all about the vows, the commitment the marriage really so keep things simple what do you guys think um I think it's just so personal isn't it so it's it's so personal people some people want the big lavish weddings and some people just don't so I think it's a really personal decision like uh, you both know my brother's getting married in oh my god like seven weeks now and um whilst we definitely haven't invited the same amount of people that came to mine and my brother's so toned down in terms of numbers, but I think a lot of weddings have done that, right? For mm. um, just being able to do them and, and, and the pandemic and, what, and whatever. But they, he still wanted the big shebang. He still wanted the big party and nice sort of venues and all that kind of stuff because 
I guess because we had all of that as well. I think he was very much up for, um, um, yeah, a, a, you know, a big, a big lavish wedding. I mean, lavish in terms of numbers and and all those sorts of things. But and and you know, obviously, uh, decor and all that kind of stuff. We've kind of we've gone all out at home, with fingers and everything crossed, hoping that it you know it's all mm. going to be fine and and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I think it's a really personal decision. It all really depends on you, what your family has done in the past, I think, your own sort of... But there's, I know plenty of people who are just like, yes, 20 people, love it. That's, that's what, what they I still, want. I they would still do really that. Intimate. Yeah, yeah. And I, think, and I think you can't really sort of generalise. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a really personal decision. Like I wouldn't, I've been married nearly 20 years. I wouldn't change the day I had. Um no but still Rami, want, I, I still, still have to say though that 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 time period okay when you got married mm. all, all those years ago and even when I got married in 2007 it's very different to now like mm-hmm. plastic trays are done mate remember those plastic <laughs> cards no <laughs> no seriously do you know what I mean they are God, done that era you know balloons are like a no-no I, I would say no they're back in they're really back in. yeah are they balloons are big yeah if you look at party decor Okay. Classy. All right. Well, I'm still in the no balloons phase, but yeah. Okay. Balloons are back <laughs> in. Not the ones balloon. that you blow up yourself. You need someone to come in and do them for you now. Proper. And the round, yeah. okay. and the round ones, not traditional yeah. sort of. You know, all those balloons not within the, balloons and all of that. All that, that kind, kind of, of fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then when when I was getting married, when I got married, they just started doing. I think a couple of years before, you know, like um, in the middle of a round table, you'd get that like stand where they'd put all those different, yeah, the centerpiece and like with the flowers and then they'd get, have the slots to put all your dishes and everybody would serve themselves like that. Mm. Yeah. You know, and so that was the thing then. And I I had quite a small wedding of like 140 people. And that's actually really small for like an Indian and African couple, which you normally invite the whole entire world. But then also I kind of thought no one's going to want to come because it's like a, interracial thing and you know they're gonna be like oh my god but it wasn't like that it was absolutely fine anyway um my wedding was like it wasn't that big but I felt it was the right amount for me and I don't think I don't know like when, now I'm a part of me thinks it is all a waste of money it should be a very intimate thing you know all those pictures of people sitting in a gurdwara with like you know 15 people and stuff you know it's I really felt like okay there's no party there's no this because of covid but what is supposed to be there is there. It is about you and your unit, right? So mm-hmm. part of me thinks that, part of me thinks, hell no, I want a party. Get it what but you I think. think pe- yeah, go. No, go on, Romy, what are you going to say? I was just going to say, you know, I think people have really, I mean, you know, there's uh, we, uh, so many weddings have still ha- happened, you know, when they, when they could or when there was numbers were down mm. to 15 or when they were... You know, I went to a few actually. Um, been lucky enough to invite, be invited as the part of the fifteen on your side or whatever. When there were numbers of thirty, I think, and there were lovely, you know, really nice affairs. And I think some people have relished that. Oh, I can only invite thirty people. Sorry, and they've really, you know, people have been getting married in their back gardens, and it's it's almost like. It's been a relief for people that they can just get away with having these small intimate affairs, which really that's what they probably wanted, but would have been for pressure or whatever to have that big wedding. Right. So there is a pressure on people to have huge Mm. weddings. And actually, when that 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 choice is taken away from them because of the pandemic, 
some people have loved it right a lot of people have just said well you know i save money and i and i'm going to put it towards a honeymoon when i can go or a deposit on a house when i can mm. go i mean mm-hmm. i think initially even some of our friends they were disappointed but then they were like actually you know we stop we don't want to wait and um we want to get married i mean and there's and those people who want to do the big things they've waited and Mm. you know and they've kind of and and now i don't know whether you guys have seen but weddings are happening every day it's not a saturday Mm. and sunday affair now there's weekday weddings you know i was out on the weekend and and my cousins and they're they're going um this wednesday to a wedding reception and it's all sort of you know it's had to take place it's all sort of changed mm. up a little bit. In, but they've got to fit them in now, day. right? Because they didn't have any for that time. They've have been waiting and stuff. Mm. Exactly, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I think people... I think there is a there is that massive pressure on people. And, it, and for a while, it's been taken away. And I think now it's back on. Now it's like, you know, um, with my br- brother included, um, they're back with a bang, like you said. Hmm. I kind of think that the smaller weddings have been coming for a long time. People have been wanting to get away from their families and the whole hustle bustle for a long time because before lockdown, the rise of the destination wedding had started where you have limited numbers of people, but you do it how you want and you're away from everybody and everything. Um, And I think a lot of that personally was to get away from people that maybe politics. you don't want there and politics and all that kind of mm. nonsense as well. And I think COVID's helped yeah. with people being able to do that, <laughs> which has been nice. Um, there's been a bit of a realisation, I think, that you don't need that many people. But again, like I think like you said, Romy, it's a really personal decision. When people say stuff to me, you know, they should do this and they should do that. They should just do this. And I always say, look, it's their day. Yeah, exactly. If they want a big blowout, spend a bajillion pound on whatever, that's that's their their day. Thank you for inviting me. It's been great. Yeah. (laughs) I enjoy your day with you. But one thing I I would say, though, is that uh, I feel like I know people who've gone really stressed out of their heads. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, are you all right? You're going to have a breakdown or something because they're trying to get all these details right all this planning for everything and then it goes out of the window yeah no it's not it's not just that but it's like you know I always say to them you know what remember this is not just about this one day that is nice and you want to make it perfect Mm. it's about the marriage it's about the marriage long term yeah it's about working one day but working with lots of couples on their weddings event side of things work with lots of couples and I always say to them like why are you getting stressed right now um I'm here I mean I'm not a I don't say I'm an event planner or a wedding planner, but I do events, right? So I've done Mm. lots of weddings in my time and some really complicated ones because of family politics as well. But but why are you getting stressed? And sometimes the kind of things that stress them out, and I'll sit here and I I will just sit down with them and I'll just say, so on the day, are you going to be worried about this or whatever? Just leave that to me. Mm. And that's, you know, you don't need to worry about it. And it's that little detail that couples get, so worried about that you know that that stresses them out and they don't need to and it's for me it's about having the people there that matter making sure your day is memorable for the good reasons and 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 you know being able to then enjoy 
marriage you don't want things you know sometimes couples do things when while they're planning their wedding i've seen so many marriage like potential marriages fall apart during the planning stages of the wedding because they can't agree on stuff oh wow yeah which is sure. quite scary which is yeah. quite scary you think you, if you can't agree on how you're going to have your wedding day what you're going to do for the rest of your life mm, it, yeah. it's <laughs> and and there are mar- there are like engagements that fall apart at that stage yeah. um so I don't know, but I do, I mean, it's been nice seeing the weddings coming back. It's nice for people to dress up, but I hope people realise that you don't need an ex- like that many excuses to dress up. I've been going to like Mehfils and things in the last few weeks and I've been enjoying putting the saris on and going and even at the Gurdwara, yeah, I dress up a bit. Why not? Um, you know, just if you want to feel good, dress up and do nice things anyway, you've got lots of opportunities. Create them and find a reason to party whenever you want. We did it in covid like at home no but it's true because you know like sometimes i love wearing lipstick right and i will wear bright lipsticks on a normal day sometimes and people will be like oh my god where are you going i only put it on when i go to weddings and i'm like well i go to weddings like once a lifetime so i'm not going to sit here waiting for a wedding waiting to put for red a lipstick wedding. on like i'm going to put red lipstick <laughs> yeah. on you know what i mean i don't yeah. know do you know what i mean and and just wearing the nice things like you said if you want to do your makeup and whatever you don't wait for somebody else to get married, for example. I, I don't know. Um, also, I wanted to say that, remember, that a lot of this, these big weddings, these lavish things, they're about showing off, actually, and they are about outdoing other people. Um, mm. and, and often, people are actually spending either what they haven't got or, like, wiping out their savings to do these things. Now, I kind of feel like, even as a guest... Um, weddings can get expensive right the reason i said that is because okay so you've got the hen night you've got this you've got all these pre-wedding parties and stuff you know you need outfits for this you you want to give a nice present to the couple you know you're going to travel there um and I've, I've actually in the past like ages ago i've gone into my overdraft to pay to go on a hen week abroad well i couldn't afford that i literally couldn't afford that i was like 23 or something I couldn't afford it, but it was for a very good friend and I took out that money to go to this hen week because I felt pressured to do it and I felt like emotionally, oh, I, I need to do this and this is an important thing and I need to, to be there and I don't think I should have done that and also I didn't want to, when I got married, put the pressure on people to do that because it's a lot yeah, actually. I, th- I think there's a responsibility. I think if you're going to do stuff like that, it has to be a close circle and that understanding of what the cost of something is going to be. But more and more, if there's like a destination wedding or things like that, people are, well, people that I know are being more and more considerate in terms of if everyone's going out to the US for a wedding, we'll do the wedding first and use the rest of your time there as a holiday mm. um, and go off and do what you want rather than you come weeks before the wedding, have the wedding, and then you're kind of like, let's go and yeah. you've not done anything else. So I find people being more considerate. And again, with destination weddings, they just want everyone to have a good time and nobody to do any work. And they have people doing stuff. So it, the whole wedding becomes like an enjoyable experience and something to remember. And that's what's memorable, I think, where you're not stressed out all the time. And you are actually enjoying your day. So for me, if people want to do stuff, I'm like, each to their own. But don't kill yourself to do it. I mean, I think that's the most important thing. If you're going to get married, don't do what you can do. Just make sure for me, it's like to always, I say to couples, just enjoy yourself find mm. a time to enjoy yourself just make sure I you think, as a as a couple enjoy it yeah 
Yeah, I think, you know, numbers are definitely coming down, aren't they? Like you were saying, the smaller wedding, mm. it's numbers are coming down, but costs are really probably going up. Same. I mean, yeah, yeah uh, uh, and probably up, right, in terms of like in our day, it, you're talking about, you know, 70 to 80, 90 um, pounds per, for one seat in your reception with all your crockery and all your food and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it is getting really expensive. I, I came across actually, it just occurred to me now, a um, an article and um, it the, the, a bride um, and the article called her a petty bride had sent an invoice to one of her guests that didn't show up yeah. for her wedding. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that <laughs> too. Oh, yeah. my God, no. I know. So she, obviously, this guest must have RSVP'd and uh, didn't show up. So the bride sent her an invoice for for not show, for a no-show on her wedding day. I mean, you know, and we're going through this right now. We're literally going through, combing through my brother's guest list, and we're going, right, can we, I think here... For this particular family, we need to invite the couple only, not invite the children. Mm. Um, but have we invited the couple's parents? Who will they? And we're going to the terms of who will they leave these children with? And, you know, um, yeah, because we, it's like a fine tooth comb. Like, you know, some of I've yeah. said to some of my dad's cousins that, you know, dad, we never see them. They're your cousins. And we don't know the we don't know the kids anymore. We've kind of drifted apart. We saw them probably. Mm on my wedding 19 years ago and you know so we should just extend this invite to your cousin and his and his wife and yeah we've done loads of those conversations and my yeah, but how mom, do you do that like she, just well do so it. what my mom what my mom so we've, we he's not my brother's not done rsvps he's not done like and what generally indian weddings do now they say four of you are invited and please let us know out of this four how many are coming so even though your family's got 17 people in it, right, they're going to give you the card and say, well, out of your big clan, we've invited coming. four. Yeah. It's, we're, we've, we've invited four mm. of you. Now tell us out of the four if all four of you are coming or one, two, three or four, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think people are a bit more particular about the actual number of guests. And what, and what my mum did, what my mum's done is when they've given out the cards, they've actually just said, oh, you know... Um, this is just for the couple, and she's and she's she's done it. She's like I would find that really awkward. For for um, Indians, it is, and all this yeah. you know you don't want to offend people. Oh well, our whole family went to their wedding and all this kind of stuff, right? Exactly, it's quite and difficult to do with us. That yeah, because but there's people rem- that yeah. came to my wedding and my middle brother's wedding who are not coming to this wedding because they really want to cut down. They really want to cut down mm. on the numbers, and and it's more it's difficult because there's my family to invite. Obviously, my ex, my mine and my husband's family, and yeah, um, so my people anyway. my middle brothers and 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 his sort of you know his uh, families family as grow. Well. Yeah. yeah, families grow right. So um, we've had and, and and really it's it's about who. It's not just everybody now, right? It's not everybody and their grandma anymore. It's literally who do you have a connection with and. Um, who do you see a lot who do you actually want to spend your day with is you really have to think about well actually when was the last time I I saw this person and there are some invites in there where you just think okay we have to you can't you yeah you you just can't sort of thing Uh, because you've been to their wedding that's another thing well well we went to theirs we've got to invite them to ours and it's loads of questions Mm. like that but I've got to give credit to my mum and dad they've they've done actually just my mum mostly um 
um, she's actually she's done that and she's actually rang done follow up calls as well to say to you know that it's that yeah it's for the couple and are you guys coming and all that sort of stuff so she's handled the RSVP side of things really really on her own uh, for 250 mm. people so. yeah no but when with that number you can actually do those calls right because when it gets to like yeah. 600 or something you can't because even now like in India still the general thing is still give out wedding cards you're literally like giving out wedding cards like this yeah like this like dollar dollar bills y'all like that that's how they're giving out wedding cards and then it's like it's like oh you're coming on you're coming on you they do that big buffet you know you'll stand and eat and stuff and um but no one goes to the um, ceremony everyone goes to the party no one gives a shit about the ceremony oh my god literally nobody cares it's all about the food and the party and it's like you know my mom because my mom and dad spend quite a lot of time in india and then my mom's telling me that her electrician got really like upset because my mum wasn't going to come to his sister's wedding. My mum's like, "Excuse me, I don't want to get COVID, please." This was in COVID times. He's like, "No, your no, mum's electrician." Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying because it goes because it's like anybody. It's a show I told of wealth, you, they're giving it? It's a show like, of yes, extravagance. It's a show of extravagance. It. Weddings there. That's what it is. This is the one but, day we are going to have. Samosa for all. We're gonna, you know, but this it, is what you know, do. You know what I mean? That's what it is, and it's like, oh, you're coming because it's your one thing and your one chance to invite someone, show off somebody, and show, and show off a little bit. Yeah, and, but it's not just that because that I was I've been sitting here with a grin on my face listening to all of this because I was just thinking old school. It's it's about sagan as well on the Indian side. Mm. How many sagan you're gonna get back? So you do that, multiply by that, multiply. Now, how much second do you get back for every every ceremony you go to? Like you're saying, weddings are expensive. You're saying about your you're talking about in your terms in terms of outfits, this, 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 that. Yeah. Old school thinking is and then everybody gives the money right so that it's a blessing yeah, so and the money, like a, right yeah, a, yeah. and don't then know. again if you're like a mama or a this or a that or a mommy you have to give more like your responsibility mm. is more if it's a certain thing and weddings are expensive in that way um but but inviting lots of people before is like so we gave a second at so we gave a second at so-and-so's wedding so we have to yeah. So th- we need to invite them. We, you know, they kind of owe us a second. It's That's that old school mentality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we're yeah. talking from our generation. We're thinking, yeah, who do we want there? It's got to be meaningful and this and that. And it's expensive in terms of our clothes and stuff. But they're thinking, well, this costs this much ahead. Sagan wise, what do we get back from the wedding? Which is quite funny in the sense of that's how they think when you sit and listen to elders talk. And sometimes we get cards, like my dad might get a wedding card through and we're not like, we've had a card through for a wedding and we were isolating at that time. We couldn't go, but still had to post a second. So, mm, see, I, so I, you can send out all those cards and loads of people can say no, but then they're kind of obliged to do that whole gifting mm, thing still. It's yeah, kind of uh, a weird one, you know, mentality yeah, wise, you got to sometimes think of it that way. We're talking about it from the British Asian, how we're thinking of it, but our gener- that generation above us and they still think sometimes in a different way. Yeah, I'm sure I went to weddings back in the day when I was little where people were sitting, you know, like the night before party and doing like an account thing of and people were giving them money or I've, I don't know and they were doing so accounting they were literally writing it down oh yeah like a bloody oh, yeah. Any yeah. Art. I did that I did that yeah, I did that. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, what is shak, going on here but on the Nanki Shak they do that so when you do a Nanki Shak like when they bring that and they say you know they, they literally say only this person from the Nanki only I did that only I sort of that Punjab pound buy you know they do all that like put 50 pounds with this suit and give yeah 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 do, and they literally call it out don't they yeah yeah so it's a big it's a big 
steal. So when you think of it in that way, there's different things to Indian weddings and what money and mm. stuff. We we don't we don't really care about those things. We don't care about how many suits we get with what anymore. Because yeah. we, how often do we wear them? Well, I do. But yeah. How often do we generally all wear them? Um, but yeah, but to the families that means something. To the elders that means something to mm. have that. Mm. So it, it's yeah. you know we might there's sometimes a clash of opinion. So you're lucky mm. if you don't have that. They're like on a blown up and we have to yeah. invite so and so because of this and because of that and it's their kind of yeah respect, like we've been we've been to all their kids wed we, we've been to all their kids weddings and now they're going to say that, yeah yeah and and mm. uh, you know sadly buddy I and you didn't we didn't get an invite sort of thing so yeah yeah there is that kind of tip for tat isn't there. There I is a lot and, of that. And that's why people write how many how much people give in cards because they want to make sure. Like I know they my mother in law, she'll want to she'll know she'll have to give more. She has to give more. Like you always like you she always says whatever you mm-hmm. get, you have to give give back at least, but then she'd always try and so, like do one up there and give another five or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um also yeah, you know there is all there is all you're right, good. There is all of that all of that sort of going on at the same time that we don't really pay any attention to like you know yeah we want to do what we want to do and it's expensive for us just for the outfits and things and all that kind of nonsense but there is that kind of stuff going on in the background that you can't forget about you talked about india you know they've still got that mentality give as many cards and everybody that comes has to bring a gift yeah 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 exactly exactly right um Mm. Do you know what's funny though, um, and it's something that I didn't know, and you're probably not going to know, but since obviously marrying into Tony's family, they are Ghanaian, the way all of this, all of this that we are talking about, right, everything, they do it for funerals. It's, oh yeah, they do. It, it's they like, do, yeah. and you know, it's such a like, wow, like a, it is so different for me walking into that. And you know, when my mother-in-law passed away, I got to learn about all this kind of like, how much these people give because you give money on the funerals everything that we are talking about give the money show up this person invited you that person invited you it's like a party it's like a wedding the funeral is a massive deal and they will have a dj there they will have a Mm. balloon arch this that they will have outfits made uh they will have a videographer there they will have it's i'm like what is going on here you know it's oh so different. God. Yeah, everything. So they will do all this account writing down. This person bought this. This person bought this. Oh, we then next time when you know somebody dies in their family, we've got to do this and that. It's so it's so different, but it's so I similar no in idea. a way. Yeah, like you can identify with it. In yeah, because ways. like um uh like leading up to um my mother-in-law's funeral, um I went to my sister-in-law's house, just walked in, and they were watching her and her friends were watching uh, a funeral DVD to get ideas for the funeral and I was like what like see how like our aunties would watch uh, wedding DVDs yeah to get ideas oh this looks good oh oh you know this many people oh you know they were doing the same thing and the and it, the funeral DVD was like proper like the credits rolled and all this and I was like okay so this is different but that's how oh it is oh my god that is crazy that I know is, like, it's so interesting different to what we would do right it's like yes it is so a different DJ and a balloon arch yeah outfits like it's all a color theme and everything like celebration of life and celebration of life forward yeah but even that another thing about weddings another thing about weddings and uh, and this is a constant that i'm talking about right now because for the bajillion events i need the same amount of suits and the same amount of jewelry and uh, my husband needs to turn up in a shirt and jeans 
Like, what? Like, why is that sort of like, I have spent more on my outfits than my brother who's getting married has on his, on his whole wedding. Like, yeah, but wedding like flipping I wedding. do, I do think that you are very meticulous about these outfits. Oh, I need to have fine matching eyeshadow, matching bangles, this, that, this, that. And you'll literally go to, you will, come on. You yes, and Rupi will go to I this. Like, you know, welcome feel, to borrow feel, stuff. And you'll do. I will look in the cupboard. Stuff. Listen, I go in the cupboard and find my grandma sari and put it no, with like a backless be, bra- blouse. Like job skewed. done. I'm out don't the door. Don't you think it's skewed? Well, this is this is an all industry. This is she does that as well. Don't, don't, get it's it? nodding. Get it's nodding. Yeah, I do exactly the same as you. You thought about grandma sari, put it with a sexy blouse. Grandma sari, put it on my mum's old stuff. Make yukumis with it. Out the door we go. Like I have done. I'm, I've I've upcycled so many outfits. No, but since you know I've known fr- you, you've done my it. Fr- my friends yeah, and cousins are like, no, you're the groom sister. You need to like, like it needs to be heavy enough. It needs to be this enough, and it's just so, it is so much pressure. It's just like, <laughs> am I going to look like a hag at this wedding, or, or is someone going to like? Because uh, uh, I know people will say that to me all the time. Oh, you didn't. You you should have dressed up more, and it's just not. You Let me tell you, at the Lama, especially, no one notices what's, what you're wearing because they're all watching what the bride's wearing. So you might be sitting right next to her or right next to your brother. No one cares. I remember no, no wearing one an cares. outfit too. Yeah. But no, yeah. as in not no one cares. But I remember wearing, so it was really the wedding. You know, my cousin got married the same day as you and I yes. couldn't come to your yeah. wedding. And I was really, really upset. But that day I walked, had an outfit made, went to so many lengths to have that outfit made. And I was sitting there right at the front, doing da da And I remember like I wore that same outfit to something with the same people um, a few months later. And they're like, oh my God, I've never seen you in that, but the color suits you. Oh my God. And I was like, I'm wearing exactly <laughs> the same outfit as I wore on so-and-so's wedding. And you were like there and like, oh no, I just don't, didn't remember. I'm like, it's just like you know you just, and it's happened so many times I, so I never worry about what I wear in the llama to anyone's llama anymore oh my god I was talking to I'm, my son must have overheard me talking about like you know because there's I went to India a few years ago and I've got lots of suits still from that time and I was talking about oh I can't remember what I've worn where and he's just like mummy like why don't you write down like what you wore to <laughs> spreadsheet mate and then you'll know and I was like oh my god it's just like writing down who gave what sagan to like you know how, how much they if gave you and, don't remember Remember, how are they gonna actually know that's a lie? No, but I, I'm it. not like you, get it. I, for the best part of my married life, have not worn an outfit twice where I know I've worn it to that place before. I'm so bad. <laughs> but so, no, you I, are crazy. I try not to. No, I try not to do that. But then I just that's where I kind of do the mix and match thing and and kind of yeah. change the jewelry I'm getting, up or change I'm, the makeup and just I'm like, yeah, getting whatever. there now. But I really struggle. I really struggle because I think. Oh my god! No, I've worn I've worn it there. Even if if one Rina, or two families are going to be there, I'm. Rina, made... We need to raid Remy's wardrobe, and we need to. Just yeah, she, we need to raid Remy's outfits. These ten thousand outfits. We need to come and do stuff. We we need to upcycle, mate. We need to upcycle, we need to just and come that's and raid, the yeah. Yes, we do. Cupboards and just do I stuff know, for you. I know. <laughs> Listen na- now. Also, another thing um, that I think I mentioned was social media right and in our day when we got married Romy people didn't go and post you know highlights of the wedding on social media they didn't do that now they do and you know what I'm seeing so many highlights of people's weddings at the same wedding different bits you know everything looks amazing I'm actually getting to the point where I'm like are these people celebrities or something I'm literally like who are these people because the wedding is so opulent and amazing you know everyone is like 
absolutely flawless and, and it is amazing and I could see why you want to share the highlights but I think that is a consideration now as well of these things are going to be shared some people put it on wait, YouTube yeah. even do you know what I mean we could get away with like just plastic tal and uh doing our own makeup <laughs> not that we did but you know and we're just gonna have a big album at the end of it we're not gonna have it people posting this and that and you have to look mm. from this angle and that angle and you know all the guests have to have like all these clothes that are gonna look amazing on it as well but it's just mm. like oh i mean i have people say oh you wore that here i'm like i don't care anymore i've actually never <laughs> always been like that but even at events i've been to like obviously industry events as well where you wear you go to a nice event, you get your outfit and it's like a dinner, whatever, and an awards night or something. Mm. And like sometimes they turn out to be really rubbish and then you're like, okay, like a couple Waste, of, and, and I know, wasted like, an outfit. The, yeah. You wasted an outfit and the girls will be like, we'll be like, you know, just like, don't take loads of pictures, just wear this at another one. <laughs> <laughs> Good tip. <laughs> so it's that kind of stuff, right? But it, it, that does happen and you have to think about it. But I will... You know, yeah, I do pull out old stuff from like I've still got stuff from uni days, so I, I'll still like pull out stuff from there. Yeah. And mm. <laughs> see, I, don't I think have anything from uni days. <laughs> don't know, <laughs> but um, but yeah, but oh, I don't know. There is that kind of pressure from people with social media, and you've got to be wearing something different for every event and mm. looking so good. But they, but it is also social media that with the celebrity weddings now being shared everywhere and. Yeah, people Gives have people their ideas. own hashtag. People have their own hashtags, don't they? And yeah, uh, uh, live streaming is another thing. Uh, lots oh, of live streaming bigger bigger. on YouTube, and and you know, and and, and I get I get why that's done. It's for you know their in, their own international family who can't make it to the wedding, and it you know because we we're doing that for um, you know my cousin Kieran who doesn't look like she's going to be able to make it from Singapore, so she's just like please please live stream it, live stream the whole event so I can like feel like I'm mm. there and 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 technology is good um, like that. But even like back in our day, you used to have cameraman on and, and his camera on his shoulder, and you used to have your side and their side cameraman. So yeah. Double, double. But now they have all these like swooping arms coming all over the place, all over the dance floor, and drones. That's uh, people love drones on weddings wow. as wow. well. This, like, is, this you know. is next level now. This is next level, mate. But this is yeah, like money yeah, being yeah. spent on a wedding, and how often are I mean, we put old like VHS videos in sometimes, occasionally, once every few years, and watch back old stuff and yeah, have a yeah. good old it's laugh. Good. Yeah, it's good. Um, but it was the way they were shot and things that were happening at the same time and. But now it's so stage managed. Uh, that's what I don't like about weddings sometimes yeah. now. There's a lot of stage management of weddings. Yeah. And so they, it's a production. Actually, it's a production. It's a production. And they can actually ruin the day because it's just yeah. like step forward, photo, another step, photo, another step. And you've kind yeah. of, you can't do anything without posing with the laddu or like the surmadani or something. You just have to pose and everything has to be captured. But the and... cheesy corny poses are good because you had them back in the day with those old effects in the albums with the <laughs> in the rose bowl and all that nonsense that they I used know, to do, I right? I know, but you know, that some was people... funny, but yeah. you always have to do those, right? <laughs> You're like laughing. These... Yeah, those. And yeah. Do you, know, do you know you why? You did those. <laughs> I, I didn't get the the picture that I was dreaming of since I was like five years old of you know like the one where the, the bride the sits soft, down the soft focus no, no oh, the one what? where the bride sits and the lengar spread out around you I and you're sitting one. there I oh you have that, that one yeah mate I'm gonna with you. do it on my anniversary get dressed up again and do that picture you need please. to for your photos you do need to I need to 
I know, need to I know, do it. I know some people who 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 have banned staged photos. They're like, no, action yeah. shots. So you do action shots only. Natural shots only. Yeah, which is nice. yeah, natural too invasive. action. It's yeah, too invasive. It's, it is too invasive. And there you are. You're trying to live a moment. You're trying. You know, mother's trying to give sugan, or a sister's trying to take off a galgi, or something. It's like you know, these are nice, intimate traditions. But no, it all has to be flipping captured. It's all being captured on a video. Anyway, wrote the video's rolling anyway, but yet you still then have to take a bajillion photos. And it then really you have everyone the with their mobile phones left yes. right center in your face yeah. as well. And that's exactly I hate that. I don't um, like yeah. that. Also it's a, bit, it's a bit much, isn't it? It's how, a bit how, um stealing how, your day almost a little bit, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, like there's, I mean, the, the sat nearly knocked out our cameraman on our video and there's a there's a there's a shot of him at the reception where he just literally wants to kill I know. <laughs> to kill the video. But do you remember cameramen back in the day? They'd be like, Benji, Benji, you do this. You yes, stand Goody. over there. That's not how no, the good They do all of that, right? <laughs> yeah. The good day was the worst. They'd be shouting. The cameramen would be shouting at you to tell you what to do on your wedding day. It was like, you know. Yeah. Mine was like, uh, I'm going to put a sad song on this bit. So like, do you want to like, looks sad, looks sad. <laughs> like, literally that happened because I think I did my crying all of the night before and then I actually just felt like <coughs> laughing my head off at the time of the dolly until it came to the crooks until my dad walked in. Um, but then walking down the stairs with my brothers, I was just like, ha ha ha, you know, see you later, mate. And then the camera mum was like, uh, Roman, uh, beta, I'm beta. And I was just like, mm, been told off by the cameraman. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but that yeah, was the running jokes from weddings back in the day. The cameramen were like running jokes for all the funny, silly stuff that they used to say and do. But how yeah, often yeah. do you actually watch these? Because like, I sometimes oh, we have. do put we ours on. We watched ours back. We watched ours back. And Kieran, Kieran, do you remember the bee? Do you remember that massive bee? What, so you guys were all trying to like not let Satie in at the door. And you oh, had the yeah. ribbon and stuff. And then my dad had these hanging baskets on either side of the door. And this, ab, the biggest <laughs> bee we've seen in our life. And then you guys all ran back and they all rushed <laughs> in. And it's just like, oh my God, nobody got any money. <laughs> Really oh, your wedding was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> it was so good. Mm-hmm. I've I've actually missed two family weddings this year, and like oh. I don't have like tons of family and here and stuff to go to a gazillion wedding. <coughs> so it was like the last family wedding was 2018, and it was in America, and it was amazing. And then we were supposed to go to America for um my cousin sister's wedding, uh, which she got married uh, a couple of weekends ago. And so that didn't happen, um, which is really sad. You know, we're still mm. not allowed to go to America. Um, and then my own sister, my own sister, and oh, I've been, yeah, you know, we've been waiting for this for so long. Like, got married in India um, in April, and you know, we couldn't go to that. And it's been really like sad. And but at the end of the day, you know, that's where technology has been nice to kind of see things stream, to kind of feel like you are a little bit of a part of it. So mm. that's been nice. But yeah. But um, I'm going to move on now to uh, something else. So, did you guys watch Love Island? No, nah, I didn't watch it. I can't have Love I, Island on in my house. Sorry, I, I can't. I can't. But but people have loved Love Island, I know, and you I know, know, all my cousins do. Seriously, they do. yeah, they yeah. do. They always do. You know, um, so that it recently came to an end, right? And one of the contestants was Scottish model and reality TV actor Shannon Singh. So she recently came out and spoke about how she got some really vicious online abuse and how she gets trolled for being Indian and using Singh in her name. So she was the first to leave Love Island this year. And 
she got a lot of abuse before she even stepped into that villa, you know, um, mm. about bearing too much skin, about, you know, her name. And, and it was mostly Indian men saying really vile things about her online. So she recently launched an online campaign called I Love Mine. So this is what she said about it on her Insta. I'm so, so excited to launch my own wee social media campaign called hashtag I love mine. It's time to stop giving our likes to other people and start liking ourselves. We deserve to celebrate ourselves. I want us all to start celebrating what we like and love about ourselves. Every day, I want to see you posting a positive message about yourselves. I'll be sharing and reposting, whether it be you celebrating your kindness, your creativity, your eyes, your good hair day, the birthmark you've always loathed. Post something unique to you that you might that you might not have always shown kindness to in the past. This is about us embracing ourselves and encouraging positive conversation about ourselves. Social media can be a great platform, but can also cause also cause major insecurities. I want to see you all tagging me in your photos, celebrating yourselves with the hashtag I love mine, hashtag I love my. So people have reposted, people have posted, and she's reposted. So they posted things about their hooded eyes, how they didn't like them before, just trying to be positive about them, their tummy fat, acne on their face, ashy knees, things like that. Now, it is refreshing because, you know, normally on social media or even photos that we take now on our phones that you would show to people, like people only so, show their best side, right? You don't really advertise your flaws. Would you join in in something like this? No, no. Get a, your face, okay, your face says it all. No, no I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There's nothing um, wrong with it, but I'm just like, why would I do, you can... I see what she's trying to do. Yeah. I see what she's trying to do. She gets a hell of a lot of negativity. And actually, instead of giving out her own sort of negativity, she's turned it around. She's doing something positive. And in a way, she, um, you know, she's she's showing that, yes, it hurts me, but I, this is, you know, I'm going to turn that into a positive. And, you know, it, this kind of stuff, it does help people. It does help um mm people look at themselves and go, actually, you know, um, I should celebrate this and I should celebrate that because we're all different and we all have the, we all have these things. And you're right, we only ever show the positive sides on, on, on social media. And so I guess it's a movement to actually show more normal things, like not normal, but more like re- real stuff to be a bit more real that, that, yes, this is what my face looks like, but, and it's beautiful, but I've actually got a really horrible, I don't know, birthmark on my boob that I hate and it it just gives me or or whatever so it's just she's just putting out there that we all have things that we like about each other Mm. and there's also stuff that um we hate about each other and and all of it should be celebrated I do get that but I wouldn't I wouldn't it's not just this campaign I wouldn't I don't generally tend to do that on social media anyway I mean but Mm. I see that it's out there it's representation it's all good um yeah, I've got, I've, me, got, I've got a bad thing to say about it. Yeah, well, it's, there's nothing bad to say about it, I think. But at the end of the day, social media is something where if you're going to go out there and put yourself on stuff like that, you're always going to have trolls. Every celebrity has trolls. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, there's a certain thing. And the reason why some of these people are chosen for Love, Love Island is for that whole, you know, you know you're going to get a reaction for these things. Mm-hmm. Um, people, do, you know... You're not going to put something mediocre out there because it's not going to get a response. You're going to, you know, you're going to put Shannon Singh out there. There's going to be a load of stuff. It's not, you know, it's going to happen. You know, it's coming. Mm. So um, there is all of that. And if if people are going to play dumb and expect that not to happen, then I'm sorry, you know, that's not true. 
um you can't be that ignorant on a mainstream tv channel um and if you're if you know you're a south asian woman and you're using the name sing and you're going to come out there with the career that you have that what you've decided to do expect it but, but be ready for it prepare yourself for it if you're putting yourself out there but it is you know it's not it's not i'm not saying that those trolls should be condoned but if we didn't have social media people would still be thinking and saying those things in their homes well, were... social media again gives people a platform to say and share things that really you don't need to people either i mean this is you know we, we swear policing people at the moment because of social media so people who don't share on social media can still have those same opinions yeah um, um it's just is it just human nature for people to say and do things not agree with things i'm beginning to you know like it, it's going too far i think in terms of policing people people are getting arrested for commenting on stuff and things but thing is if you've got that opinion that's just how you feel um but there is ignorance there's a lot of ignorance out there about what actually happens in the real world because it happens quietly and you didn't know and suddenly it's on a platform that you're hearing about it because you've been living in your own little bubble and and you're like oh my god how disgusting or oh my god how this and you're having that reaction but you've got a platform to comment it's it's, it's interesting to see the kind of thing that people say though and that it's a a type of person that always says it because like on love island so there was another indian girl that went in afterwards right now i kind of i didn't watch it because i I don't know i watched one episode with my niece because she was really into it and she was telling me what was happening and i was kind of like uh i actually really don't care but I kind of knew who people were. Um, so mm. this other Indian girl went in and there was a black guy in there. Then they went on a little date and stuff. And then on Brit Asia, uh, on their social media page, they had like a little clip of them or a picture or something. And the horrible comment Comments under that, on that was like, disgusting. oh, look yeah. at this girl. She just wants to like get in bed with a girl. Like, like worse things than that. But they were saying that but in a really horrible way. Like you know that's what these oh girls God. do why is it always our indian girls showing people up to just kind of hook up with garlic and all this and it's like oh, what like they went on one day he was actually kind of like one of the decent guys in there like i don't you know the, the it's just wow i just couldn't I believe find, i had this conversation with one of my male friends who watches love island religiously yeah but he's quite traditional in his views on how a south asian woman should be okay so what did he say so I said it's really interesting because I, I need to watch Love Island. I've got to watch it. And he was like, don't you watch it? I said, no, I haven't got time to watch it. And it's not something that floats my boat, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I said, it's, I said, it's, I said, it's guys like you who are two-faced. You want one kind of girl, but you're sitting there waiting to watch the Shannon Sings mm-hmm. as well. I said, as soon as it was announced that Shannon Singh's coming on, everybody had, you know, all you Asian guys had your mouths gaping, waiting, waiting, waiting. But yeah. it's the same guys. It's like your double standards kick in. <laughs> we want to watch them, but we wouldn't have them. Oh, no, she's bad for us. But, yeah, we want to watch them. We want to see. If you had a chance to go on a date with her, of course you would, right? But <laughs> it's like, why? Why can't you just kind Admit of it. be honest yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 you don't be yeah. all two-faced and all that kind of nonsense you're all secretly watching her you're all secretly following her and seeing what she's up to and checking out her pictures and checking out her videos but you're not admitting it and this is what i was saying i think last one that we did you know we don't know what people look at on their phones and the whatever you know once upon a time we had tvs in our house that's the only place where you watch stuff and it was in a family space you didn't have like <laughs> stuff to watch on whatever you know people it's just like this with everything that we've got, there's so much room for two-faced behaviour. It's mm. just, like, incredible. Mm. But but that that but, is that seems to be a... 
something which is within certain Asian people, this whole, oh, no, the tradition, you've got to look like this, especially, like, South Asian males, a girl has got to look like this, they've got to do this, but then they also like this whole walking around a bikini showcasing all your curves thing right so but then oh that's bad it's i think they're stuck in a kind of uh it's it's really really strange contradicted themselves right but yeah but it's really really strange because our community will accept something when they want to accept it so there's girls who um girls on on, who are doing putting out really serious work at the moment Mm. um who might be like you consider them to be religious on socials and you know you'll see them in a bikini and stuff but it's all right but it's all right. No one's going, oh, my God, how dare you do this? You're supposed to be all dharmic and whatever, whatever. But then people who don't claim to be religious walking around a bikini, you've got an issue with that. Oh, it's, you know, it, it's stuff. Uh, see, this is the kind of stuff that gets to me. It's like, you know, really, mm. really, um, there's double standards everywhere. It's, it's a very annoying. Um, with this whole... Um, this whole social media campaign and stuff and and posting pictures and things like that. Um, one thing that I just wanted to, to say about that is that, I don't know about you guys, but when I post up pictures of myself, right, I, I and this is the reason why I wouldn't join in with this campaign because I, I post quite normal looking pictures anyway. Like, mm. I'm okay to put up pictures of myself having just woken up. I'm okay to do that. I don't need 50 filters on my face. I don't need to... If I... If I look to people like a battered 42 year old mum of three children it's what I actually am right and I'm okay <laughs> with that it's yay, what I, I'm yay like... to your yay to your sweaty peloton pics exactly <laughs> yeah yeah you know, I'm just I'm one's mum who's climbed out of bed trying to get in a workout in I want to share that with you because you know let's all make time for ourselves and I will not put a filter on my face to do that okay but so yeah th- but not, even that, not even that that one the one with the no i wouldn't know oh my god that one where somebody said to me oh my god what did you do to yourself in that picture you look like kim kardashian and i was like that's a compliment but i'm now very disturbed um so so yes no that was horrible that that filter that i put on my face was horrible um anyway that is what i I am yeah all these campaigns though that we're seeing like this are to put right what social media put wrong in the first place yeah yeah exactly yeah and and it's not even like you know i don't i don't think you have to be like lizzo out there twerking in the nude right good for her that's what she does right Mm -hmm. and and i think to be honest some of that is her accepting herself you know um you know you don't have to be doing that you don't have to go that far but i just think normalize normal bodies it doesn't have to be like body positivity i'm going to be like you know, running around with my flab out in a bikini, if you want to do that, fine. But just normalising normal bodies. So if there's a picture of you, you know, with a bit of bra fat showing or you've got a pimple or whatever, it's all good. It is mm. all good and it is normal. And I just think that, yeah, that's it. That's the last it's thing like I get ready once in the morning and I never look at myself again, probably. I'm one of those people. Like Yeah. I get ready once and I just, I haven't got time to look up, look at myself and whether my, I mean, I was doing an event the other day and I was like, oh my God, all day I've not checked my lipstick, but oh well. It's like, <laughs> and I was wearing, you know, when you wear dark lipstick sometimes and I don't wear mm. dark lipstick often. And you probably eat yeah, your lipstick yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that kind of stuff. But um, I just, I just think that it's still a society seeking validation. So when people are doing this they're having to in order to accept themselves putting up these pictures 
those pictures then have to be validated in order for yep. them to say it's okay for me to look like myself, which is really sad. That is sad. Really sad. That is sad. Or, or um, I saw on somebody post this picture of themselves and somebody who has a page about IBS and bloating and stuff and what clothes to wear to accommodate that bloating. So, you know, put a picture of herself in a swimsuit. And, and this, this the, the whole caption was something along those lines, like, why do we always have to put a caption saying, oh, you know, look at my bloated stomach. On this day, I was really bloated. So I'm posting this to let everybody know it's okay to be bloated. You know, it doesn't have to be a big thing about it. It's just like, this is you on a beach in a swimsuit. It doesn't have to be a whole, you know, yeah, uh, disclaimer about it. But you know, but for some people, for some young people, that kind of stuff still works. I think just because we are we are part of a generation that didn't. Also, we remember a time pre-social media, right? How yeah. good was that? Oh my god! But but there are kids who've never who've never known they it, don't know and so anything that better. kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it's it's it. It's it does help people. It does help, you know what yeah. like what Shannon Singer's doing. Yeah, that is it, it is it does need to be there because it does help some people. And I, I guess, just think it's sad. I just think it's sad that it has to be. I'm yes, not saying it's, yes. it, you know it's not a, it's nothing that's yeah. bad. N- yes, none of these of campaigns are bad. Yeah, um, they need to be done to correct the wrongs. Of, yeah, it's it's the balance, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's to, they need to and, be done. It, but it's, and just it's sad. still yeah, and it's still sort of skewed in one way, right? There's still a lot of negativity sometimes and and mm. um but you know there's there's hashtags on everything like if you <laughs> suffer from acne or if you suffer from I started following because you both know I suffered from acne so right now like sometimes I do have massive anxiety about my kids having it like mm. you know that oh, it's genetic and oh my god they're gonna go through what I went through and and it's I horrible, just yeah I was just looking at sort of, you know, like acne, um, I know this has gone gone like the, in, in, in a different direction, but acne medication has got so much better in the last 20 years. There was just some groups on Instagram that I saw and I, and I followed them and it was basically acne positivity photos. It was people posting photos of their worst days um, with their acne. And, and I would have, I don't know, would I have, would I have benefited from looking at that? I think I might have. I think I might have gone oh, okay, I am not the only person who has really, really, really bad skin. I don't know whether that would have helped me. Like It might have. You, you know what? You're right. I think it you would have. Right. I think and, it and, would have. And sometimes these yeah. reminders, because, I mean, this is a different thing, but like I was saying that I, I will put pictures of myself crawled out of bed and, and looking like a state, exercising, just to be like, oh, hi, you know, this is how I'm starting my week and whatever. And the other day I did that and then somebody was like oh thanks sis you know I haven't been on my peloton for ages I've t- totally dropped off the exercise this has reminded me to I'm just going to get straight back on it and you that's know cool. and mm. and so sometimes it is nice because what you see does affect you and that's why you've got to be careful with the people that you follow and the things that you're looking at because it mm. has an impact right so you want to yeah. see those positive things mm. so yeah yeah you're right you're right yeah, so and because think, yeah it we might be over me. it, it but been, yeah 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 um so I just want to talk a little bit about uh pressure that women put on themselves and we just talked about it a little bit there but I recently watched um a program called I Am Victoria on Channel 4 and so it's part of this drama series called I Am and it's written and directed by Dominic Savage um and he devised these stories with three female female actors so series two um has just come on to Channel 4 and um 
it's they're all about like there's a there's a focus on one woman per episode and it's a very kind of intimate uh episode you know you really like you feel what they feel and whatever so this one i am victoria stars saran jones so she was dr foster and mm-hmm. love she jones. She's yeah amazing. she's really good she's a really good actress and she in here she's a perfectionist mother of two she's married to chris who's played by ashley walters and she's trying to complete this important property development that's going to bring them all financial security but by the time we see her she is clearly on the edge of a meltdown and then over the hour-long episode we see her inch even closer to the brink so why is this like we don't actually see a major reason for this and I was a bit like, uh, to be honest, I didn't enjoy watching that at all. And I was a bit like, why Why is this happening? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And the camera shots and things, it wasn't really my, it, it wasn't an enjoyable watch to me. But what it did was, it, it did portray a woman unravelling, right? And it did make me think about the pressure that women put on themselves. You know, trying to be perfect. The home has to be immaculate. You know, you've got to do your exercise, get that in, in this, in this, um, hour-long episode like she said to her kids oh kids girls we've got to change out of leggings now because we're going to the shops and need you to look presentable you know and she had there to wear proper clothes before they went to the shop to portray the family well and so on and you know uh i think there were suggestions in that episode that she grew up a bit less less affluent so she's really trying hard to build this life for herself but anyway so all this even self-care exercise meditation affirmations being a good parent it's a lot, you know, in the modern... Is it a modern phenomenon, though, is what I'm asking? Is it a modern phenomenon? Or have women always put this pressure on themselves to have it all, to be perfect, to be everything to everyone? I think it's modern in the in the sense that, you know, we have we are also expected to have a career and not expected to have a career. Um, we, we, are, we need one, right? We need one to survive. Like, you need to be um, earning a decent salary to be able mm-hmm. to... Um, have the house that you want and, and live the life yep, that you yep, want yep, yep, and yep, go yep. on holidays and all that sort of stink, uh, all, all that sort of stuff. But then are also um, not all the time because there's plenty of guys out there who who, who do the same. Um, all expected to run the household, bring up your children. They've got to be, you know, sort of well adjusted, well balanced. They've got to be happy and they've got to be all, you know, mm. you've got to look presentable. Your, you know, it's it it's um, I guess. You know, we're we're more we it's like the social media thing. We're under a little bit of a it's like it feels like Big Brother. Like people are watching you. I guess it has always been the same, but I think the pressure is more now than it I was it's more, sort of in the past. I do think yeah. it's more, and I, and yeah. I, and I think even for men as well, if I'm honest, because I think yeah. that, like I was talking to my husband about yes, this, and definitely. things like back in the day, dad used to go to work, right? They were a provider, yeah. came home, dinner was on the table had a little glass of whiskey whatever watch tv <laughs> you know hi kids being good brilliant who do i have to tell off who do i have to send to bed who do i have to send to their room good night and then you know that was it really okay the mom if in a traditional household and i'm talking about even like my grandma's generation they didn't go to work it's all about the house and the kids and stuff there was there were certain roles now i feel like the men has to be like oh i get up and do night feeds then i go to work in the morning then I work on my six pack, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a lot for them as well. Um, Yeah, no, it is. It is. You know, Um, I just, I didn't, I haven't watched this one. I read the article about it and I feel like I don't need to watch it because I just feel like I should, I'll be watching myself. 
I'm no, watching you need myself. To watch. Did you watch it, Kidder? I will. I I I will. I will try and watch it. But I think the most interesting part of it was where the the the, the article that I read that that there was nothing in particular that that sort of sends her off the edge and, and actually I totally resonate with that because I've gone into um sort of you know you know when you have those reflective you know when you've had a particularly bad week or day and you've been shouty mom or you've something's not quite got right at work or you just didn't get around to the housework or you ate crap food or something and then you look back on that week and you just think oh okay that was last week I need to be better uh, you know I'm going to do a food plan and I'm not going to be shouty and I'm not going to you know you have that sort of reflective sort of five or ten minutes the week after and I think one of those weeks I don't I can't remember which one it was in these holidays I kind of got to that Monday or Tuesday and and I think I realized that I probably had a mini breakdown the week before just didn't realize it just didn't realize it until like four or five days later when I was doing my sort of, I don't know, it just kind of popped into my head and there, and I was trying to like sort of be reflective and think about what what, what it was, at what point I realised that maybe it was a breakdown. Or, and I couldn't really pinpoint it on anything. It was just like several layers of crap that got on top of me that week. And, you know, you kind of quietly go in a corner, have your breakdown. <laughs> this is what I felt like. And then then I don't know you might have a cry or you might just go to sleep for a couple of hours and then you and then you're back and you're on again right but it wasn't Mm. until four or five days later that I thought you know what I think I had a breakdown last week (laughs) but it wasn't anything in in, I couldn't I told Sat about it and he was just like oh my god like you know when And and I was like yeah I was like I don't know when but um it happened and I can't actually tell you why it happened it was just I think I'd be was here all day. It was just like all these little things, yeah. Yeah, it's just like tiny little chips. And it doesn't have to be one big fat chip. It's just sometimes it can be just mm. everything at the same time, you know. So, yeah, no, I know I I will watch it and I and I think I will watch the whole series because I think it's I think it's really does put the spotlight on um the pressure on 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 women and I think that's really good to just sort of Mm. to put it out there in that sort of forum you know in and there's one on poverty isn't there and there's one in, in yeah. series one there's one on poverty and um I, I did feel when I was watching this um I did I, I wanted to kind of slap her in a way because I was like oh my god life doesn't well, have the, to be that perfect was, life yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. have to be like if my kids look my like house they've been dragged immaculate. through a bush <laughs> mine isn't and I don't even See, give I, a shit um, if my kids look like they've been dragged through a bush, well, you see us in Tesco. I don't really care. Like no, I, I do care know, about that. I do care about that because I Martin have a very always always looks like she's been dragged through a bush backwards, and I'm always like, what are they going to say? People are going to say your mother has not combed your hair. <laughs> it looks badly, reflects badly, badly on me. But I'd never make them change out of leggings to wear proper clothes to go shops. No. Leggings are proper clothes. Even even my house, like it's 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 not perfect, and it it actually never will be. Because I've got three children, and also I don't actually care that much. You don't need to apologise for a messy house, but that's. (laughs) You don't need to apologise for that because it's a home. Well, no, exactly, and it doesn't always. And when people come round, I just think. I do. I apologise a lot when people come round. I'm like, oh, sorry about the mess. (laughs) If it's not my mess, if it's not my mess, apologise for somebody else's mess. But if it's mine, I'm like, yeah, it is. I'm working, (laughs) so yeah. (laughs) But um, but. I see it very differently to the way that you've both interpreted it. Um, having had a burnout in like 2009, where I was told to not work anymore, but um, 
and after the I'm gonna mention it here the the harassment period that I went through Mm -hmm. and it's not just about that it's about in this in this episode in particular I mean there's the other one the the one that Vicky did Vicky McClure yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the one that Vicky did um that one I couldn't watch because for me that was extremely triggering because I have acute PTSD right Mm -hmm. and that one was on coercive control um, but this one, again, um, it was a little bit borderline. Am I going to be triggered when I watch this? Mm-hmm. Um, but that moment where you need to yourself, when like a guy's watching, like your, your husband's watching you, your partner's constantly, why can't I just do this with you? Like sometimes you need that space. You need that yes. mental I need to do this do. just for myself, by myself, please, can I just do it? I know you love me, but I know, I'm not saying you don't, but just let me have that. And it's like when they're constantly at you and you just want to, mm. it's like, Shut down. please, <laughs> just let me have that. And I know in my harassment, I had that constantly. I just wanted time to myself. And it's something that I do now. I leave my phone I will go and sit by the river when I know my, my, when I'm having a hard time, I'll switch everything off and I'll go and running water, sound of running water is really good for me. So I'll just go and sit by the river. That's what I'll do and just get away from everybody. And I need that. Otherwise I won't um, do that. And that's how I, when I was watching her forget fam, it's just people, pressures, expectations, Mm. just having them, whether you want to, agree with them or not you can be turning around and being saying no but even saying no is exhausting Mm. how many times Mm -hmm. do you say no to something Mm. right just the fact that people don't stop hounding you can be exhausting and it depends on how busy your life is some people's is and some people's isn't but I've been in that situation and it was incredibly like for me it was I felt for her Yes, mm. she put some of those pressures on herself. I'm not going to say that she didn't. But just sometimes, you know, you want... You've all, we've all felt it. We want that space. Oh, just please, just like, you know, even with your own... As much as you love them, as much as you want to be with your partner, you need that space to yourself too. Yeah, and, and I think that's really important. You know, self-care doesn't always equal a bubble bath, right? It's sometimes no. it's just that mental just, space to yeah, have it. Yeah. No, you're yeah. cooking. You don't want someone watching you. If they're not going to help you... What do you want them sitting there watching you for? <laughs> it's like do, do I, lo- I love cooking on my own. You know what? I actually really it's enjoy cooking, right? Yeah. I love cooking, but I don't like cooking under pressure. Are people being yeah. there? Either people, my children, going, "I'm hungry," oh, oh, or you know what I people do? there. I just, I just, I just love it. Really, I love to be on my own. I, 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 I cook, and to get me through the. Sometimes I need help to get through the cooking process because I'm making like a massive meal, or I'm making mm. different things for different people. And I just. And I don't want Focus. anyone in the kitchen. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you don't have a big fat house that you, you know, your kids are doing your their homework on the dining room mm. table. I just put, um, I, I find putting headphones, headphones on, and I'll listen to a podcast, and then the kid, the, the, the kids will still tap me and go, and I'll be going, <laughs> and then I'll just carry on chopping my onions, and I just feel like the whole whatever you got to do, by really quickly. You're in your so own now, little world, then, right? Sometimes I don't take the headphones off. Like during the day, because the kids are at home, it's summer holidays and I'm working. <laughs> I'm like, I just walk down, make myself a cup of tea. Because they know if I've got my headphones on, I'm just not going. Unless someone's bleeding, crying, I might just like lift it and go, what kind of cry is this? Is this? <laughs> is this Essentially, they are noise cancelling headphones right now. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Even I if you're not playing helps. anything through them. Because I yeah. can't. As as much as I want alone time, there's times where I'm just not gonna get it. And actually, uh, you know, we did the classic got a dog in lockdown. That's great. Take a dog for a walk. Uh, mm. And and I'm loving that at the moment. That I can. I'm doing a job that needs to be done. And mm. um and sometimes Wait. not everybody wants to do it. And I and I and I yeah. get out of there. But sometimes you. There have been like, like, so that week, I, I think I did say a couple of times, you know what, I just need you to get out of my face. And, I, and even to my husband, I said, I just need to, I need to, I need, I need a day. I need a day and a night. And I felt like mm. checking into like the travel lodge down the road. Yeah, but that's, yeah. I'm just like. That's what I, I felt like she needed. Yeah. And you yeah. can't, you actually can't think. Like I can't think and I feel and I've said this like to uh, some friends where, you know, I had a baby at 27 and I feel like I'm still, I need to like, I get back to that 27 year old. I feel like I've, it's too far for me to get back to who that person was and what they wanted and all that kind of stuff. And I just, you just need in all that time. I just feel like you, I can't, haven't focused on myself and you, and you can't do that with the hullabaloo of family life and mm all that kind of stuff you just but you do just need yeah. to get away but it is just pressure sometimes you have a face on for everything though right um yeah you have that work face on you have the social face on you have your family face on you have your this face on when's your face for yourself yeah but you have that face for yourself where i need to do my self-care i need to do this i need to do this for myself i need to you know shave my legs or mm. do that. that that's all those must do's when are they just like i just want to sit do nothing nobody be in my face just leave me alone Mm, very rare we think sometimes i think oh it's going to be well i don't actually think that because i stopped thinking that but that we're going to have this perfect day you're going to have a function it's going to be perfect and all the children are going to behave and the family are going to do what they're supposed to be doing like there isn't going to be a day like that and that's okay or you know even for us like to get ready and go somewhere it's not all going to be perfect and that is okay you know, you you know, for me, when she when there were these scenes of this woman like really killing herself doing exercising, oh like that, I've got to get my workout in and stuff. I identified with that a little bit because I kind of oh shit, is my battery running out? <gasps> um, I felt like I I or I like to do that for my own mental health to get exercise in, and, and in the holidays I've been more relaxed. I'm like, okay, you know what, mm. doesn't matter. Do nice active things and stuff. Make sure you get out, get time to yourself, do active things with the kids, but I don't have to be that crazy about it. And that's okay, because you can't do everything. You can't do everything. But then I think with her, it was like, and, and it's not just with her, you want, for her, everything was getting on top of her. So if it wasn't one thing, it was another thing. So if you, if you don't get one thing right, you turn to like, you might turn to your exercise and go, mm. do you know something? At least I can do this for myself. But even that was getting on top of her. Yeah. It was like, you know, you get to that point where you're just like, hmm. And that's where it was like, she, she was. And I think many, many women and probably men have felt that too. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, I just saw it in a very different way from when you, you both started mm. talking about it to to that. I think we've all been there as people. Yeah, um, yeah, we have, we have. And and it's, it, yeah, it, if you've got to that point, it, it's, it's not a nice place. And you do just want that hug at the end yeah yeah it's it's like the pressure something that's topical at the moment like the pressure you put yourselves under the parents put themselves under at the beginning of the summer holidays and you feel like there's those parents that literally will book two things per week for five weeks 
and mm. uh, they'll book out uh, play dates. They'll do, you know, they're doing something every day. I find that mm. really pressurizing because, yeah. you know, at the moment now I'm looking at everyone's social media and, you know, you know, it's like, oh, people are doing all this sort of sort of thing. And you're like, oh, OK, I'm not really doing that much this week. And that kind of pressure is very like at the, that's very current, I think, for me at the moment. And now, you know, you've you, you know, and you do things as well and you post things about what you're doing as well. And so mm. you're adding to that sort of like, you know, this sort of pressure bubble on everybody you know you know look at what we're doing this we're here this week sort of thing and you know you're getting towards that end of you know it's September tomorrow and you're just like got through another sort of five weeks but I think that um you know it's just that I think I've become given what I went through and that was 2009 Mm. when I had that whole burnout thing um because I had lots going on personal life work life it was all crazy and chaotic and I was probably running on adrenaline at that time but um I think I've got to a point where like even this weekend I was telling you before we came came on the call that I've had a really crazy weekend and I've got a lot of people to look after and the the project that I'm working on at the moment and it's my job to make sure that in order to me to get the best out of them that they're all relaxed which means I've got to be on the ball constantly Mm. but even like sometimes even having a minute to sit there the artist is performing and you're sitting there you just want to enjoy the performance but even then I've got to be like okay have I done this have I done this have I got this video for this have I got that for this it's like your mind is worrying I just want to yeah and you just want to relax for that moment I just want this moment for myself even just Mm. to enjoy enjoy this without having to do anything and I get to a point where sometimes they're saying to me why are you so calm and I said well I just don't see the point I said if I blow my gasket you will know trust me (laughs) but but you you know you'll hear it from me if I said at the end of the day if you say you're going to do something please just do it yeah and it's it's the old adage isn't it it's that it's that old really old old saying of um spinning plates Mm. right yeah. like as spinning a woman you are yeah. you are spinning and then you can just add 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 to that to your sort of your mm. your workload and, and and what you're spinning literally that's what it feels like that at some point you are going to drop the ball drop the plate or whatever you know that is, and and some don't matter some kind of fall away some pressures do fall away and yeah and just naturally you know, you've got to go to a barbecue and a da, 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 but somebody gets COVID and it gets cancelled and blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, you know, some pressures sort of naturally just sort of ease off and, and things happen and, you know, plans change and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, those really important ones that are, you know, I don't know, like this this deal that she was trying to sort of, you know, mm. broker and, and what pressure to put yourself under that if you tick that box financial freedom for life imagine not ticking that box I mean that pressure is just huge pressure unreal you know that's that's not oh I didn't make it to a barbecue I didn't make it to a social event or damn it my kids are in leggings (laughs) whatever Uh, one thing that's like you know yeah that's crazy uh, one thing I have realized through covid and lockdown and coming out of it and stuff is that these pressures these things that we have to do the job this putting food on the table you know you're gonna have them they are the main things right Mm. make the rest of life as simple as you can i all this you know like i know you've been living in the uh, like a hectic social whirlwind at the moment robbie and a lot of people have going to events this that and whatever i haven't really i haven't and i don't actually want to is to be honest with you because i feel like you know, 
all these things that I have to do, stuff that me and my husband have got to do to put food on the table, to make sure our kids are doing what they're supposed to be doing, like making sure to keep them safe and alive, basically. I don't want that added thing of, oh, we go to this day, we, you know, we're going to a barbecue, we're going here, we're going there, we're going to a wedding. I find it quite tiring now, to be honest. And unless it's like a major thing that's important to me or somebody that's very close to me, I, I'm not actually that interested anymore because I just feel like it's another thing and uh, you know sometimes these things itself end up being hard work for me because we went to to like a few day trips in a row like when my sister came down with the kids I was battered at the end of it and it's then you know you still got to come home feed the kids (coughs) you've got piles of laundry around all these things I'm like I don't really want to be doing this for days on end I don't want to do it no. If I showed you my room right now, you'd be like, what the hell? But okay, um, but <laughs> I've got everything, like from the last four days of not being home, it's just everything's just everywhere. But um, I see things differently. I'm like, go out and make the most if someone invites you. But the thing is, what I don't want to compromise on is I, something that I've learned is I'm not responsible for everyone else's happiness. And being... That's really um, important. Yeah, yeah, that's really important because you've got to make sure you have a good time. You've got to make sure your kids are having a nice time or they're, yeah. they're okay. And that's so for really me, it's like my family, making sure everybody's having a good time, my friends. I've always been that person that makes sure everyone's okay. Everyone's okay. Is everyone okay? Has everyone got what they need? I've always been that person. I've slowly had to learn to let that go. Even with my family, I'm not responsible for your happiness. If you can't take responsibility for yours, then don't mm. expect me to take responsibility for it if you were making an effort then then maybe i'd help you but if i if you're not going to why should i you know it's and that sounds really harsh because i'm not no, but that you gotta, person you gotta you gotta protect yourself though a little bit yeah. sometimes haven't you that's that there's that of, too that's, it's a and, different type of self-care yeah and the other thing is when i go out to stuff as long as i can be myself when i go out i'm fine if i'm gonna go to an event we have to be like okay yes no and do what everybody else wants me to do if i'm gonna laugh out loud i'm gonna laugh out loud i have friends like oh my god you laugh so embarrassing when i laugh out loud i'm like i don't care <laughs> deal with it's it like, yeah deal with it mm. why are you so embarrassed didn't you find it funny i thought it was hilarious so it's that kind of thing and if i'm in that mindset i don't mind if i'm able to be myself you know, i'm not pressuring myself to be anything other than myself and there's a freedom in that there is yeah there is Definitely. I'm going to talk more about this whole thing of women and the pressure that we put on ourselves and everything uh, probably in a couple of weeks. I think hopefully there's um, a girl uh, who's a psychologist and she's kind of come on and we're going to talk about it more. But um, it's been good talking about it, ladies. And yeah, we've got my own personal therapy session. This is, ladies, thank you so much for coming on today, as always. And thank you for listening. Um, If you have any opinions about the things that we've talked about, I do love it when you guys get in touch. So please do. So the email address is mommyandperfect at gmail.com or get in touch on Insta at Sisterhood on Mommy and Perfect or at Rina Dianabil. There is also a lot of other episodes and clips on those Insta pages as well that you can check out. And please do share everything as well. Share the love. Um, And of course, there is also the Mommy Imperfect Facebook page that you can check out so that is it tpp done for today and i'm going to be back with another episode of the sisterhood of mommy and perfect next week until then bye bernie bye bye, bye bernie <laughs>